For Friday, August 19, the 231st day of 2022. There are 134 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. We'll have day number uh, 10 of Where's Quacky, and we will have the water cooler question and a cougar sports report. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Two weeks ago today, you went way up in the sky into the Gateway Arch. You remember I did. that? Yes. And the arch is one of those things that if you if you loosened it at one end and stood it up straight, it would be very skinny. Yes. Yes. So, would you like to see the skinniest skyscraper in the world? Sure. It's now on the island of Manhattan in New York City, and there oh. it is. Wow. So it is a. Um, it, it is maybe, what, one-fourth, one-eighth of what you would think a normal skyscraper width should be? Probably. And so, but can you see where if you leaned that over and made it an arch, it would be yeah. about the size? Yeah. I can okay, see that. So would you go up in the gateway arch if it were like that? Um, <laughs> is it all glass? <laughs> I think it is all glass. If it's all glass, I, I, I may be out. Maybe out on that? Okay. Well, we found the boundary, apparently. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm curious to know how you knew I was going to ask you about the Northern Lights. I, I looked up at the Northern Lights. You read my mind, Sam. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't know. I just had a feeling, and I don't even know why I did that. I saw it's a, a little scatterbrained this morning. I saw a graphic. Well, it's, uh, we'll, we'll explain why that is mm-hmm. uh, a little bit later. If you know, you know, the, right? It's right. It's a big day around here. Uh, and uh, so it's the, it's the kickoff. Here we go. Uh, I did see a graphic earlier this week that... The northern lights will be visible this weekend further south than normal. And I saw a graphic that made me think that even maybe portions of southern Indiana, maybe even into Kentucky, like northern Kentucky could. But the story I have this morning says that people as far south as Pennsylvania can see them over the next several days. So we're not on the same Mm -hmm. line as Pennsylvania. If Pennsylvania is the limit, we don't have a chance of seeing them here. It is funny hearing far south as Pennsylvania. I know, right? Well, I mean, but when you're talking about the northern lights. No, it's just... 
just, I mean, I'll, that's I'll not a odd too. That's not a statement that people say very often. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, and because Pennsylvania is north of the Mason-Dixon line, uh-huh. so then you say, well, I guess that's like saying Southern Indiana or Southern Southern Ohio, Southern Indiana. Those things aren't in the South. Those things are in the mm-hmm. supposedly the Midwest. But anyway, I want to see the Northern Lights. It's on. Um, I, I don't have a bona fide bucket list yet. I have a book that my sister got me for my fiftieth birthday, which is about bucket listing, which I, you know, probably should and spend some time with. The, but I'd the, like to see the Northern Lights, and I'd like to see the Southern Cross. Did you watch the movie? What did Morgan Freeman? And, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm trying to remember who the other person so is. So good. Uh, it's, yeah, it's Jack Morgan Nicholson Freeman, or? and uh, it's. Uh, Michael Douglas was in there, it uh-huh. seems like. And then, um, anyway, okay. we'll, we'll yeah, find no, out. Yeah. But here, I will tell you that when the bucket list, the movie came out, I was not close enough to embracing so what's that, about 15 years the ago, bucket maybe? list. Yes, that was, it was like bucket list. Ah, that's, that's one of these days. One of these days, I'll get around to the bucket list. But now at age yeah, 51, you start going, probably want to mm. get after that bucket list. So <laughs> that, you know, because I have a tendency to procrastinate things, and then I'll get to, you know, say age 75 and I'll have too many things left on the bucket list that I can't do at age 75. So better get after it while I can. Warmer, sunny before weekend rain chances rolling in. Plenty of sunshine is in today's forecast. A few more clouds may be added to the mix this afternoon. Maybe an isolated rain chance. Uh, again, isolated. So your neighbor may get rain and you might not. And that's mainly in uh, across the Commonwealth that that can happen. Mostly sunny, high of 90 today. Partly cloudy tonight and a low of 69. And uh, this forecast I have in my hand says 10% chance of rain tonight. I see our graphic from Wave says a 20% chance of rain. Either way, dry for the kickoff to the high school football season. Scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon tomorrow and a high of 90. Looking here, the phone says 79 at kickoff. I mean, 79? Uh-huh. That sounds good. It's going to be probably a little muggy. Yeah, you know, but be a little, little... It, it could be 95. I'd say by the late in the third quarter, probably going to be some cramping. Yeah. When you guys get some timeouts for some, some players that, that, that cramp up, say that's a, get there's the pickle a juice ready. That. That's right. Oh, by the way, um, fewer counties. In drought status, the weekly drought monitor is out, and I think there are only about 10 counties now, um, let's call it 11, in Kentucky, and they're all extreme western Kentucky. The 11 counties that are are D0, so to give you an idea, 92.88% of the state is in no drought category. That's up uh, 2% from last week. The five uh, portions of five counties in the moderate drought, and four of them, Ballard, Carlisle, Graves, and McCracken, have small parts in the severe drought category. When you think of Graves County and McCracken County, those they've been through enough this year that it makes mm-hmm. you wonder if they also have now an extreme drought that isn't making life any easier for them as they try and recover. We'll be there in a couple those, weeks from those tornadoes. Got to go down to Graves County. Take some water when you go, Sam. They might. Uh, they are the forecast over the next couple of weeks is several tenths to maybe a couple of inches of rain throughout the Ohio Valley. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a wet weather pattern. Just Wetter. Fill up the Civic pattern. with water in the trunk. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Just, well, just you can or borrow do a trailer, I just, or do I just uh, you can make, borrow make make uh, Alex Cook just take a bunch of bottles of water and pour them out as we drive down the road. Strap cases of bottled water to the top of the car. I don't know that look, I want to do that. Look good. Um, the national news cycle over the last few weeks obviously has been filled with 
uh, more January 6th hearing, uh, more Mar-a-Lago raid, more just various Liz Cheney, etc. And it has sort of pushed Ukraine-Russia off to the back burner as far as consciousness goes. And I did see where the Ukrainian leaders have been meeting with the Turkey leaders using Turkey as an intermediary trying to get, uh, and then Turkey will go to Russia and try and serve as, uh, 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 again, a pipeline of communication. But they're, you know, six months into this deal now. And for what Russia thought would be over in about 30 days, it's kind of lingering on. Fatigue is setting in, but it's really starting to take a long-term toll. And so maybe they will try and they're talking about prisoner swaps and things in that region that uh, might at least that thing just needs to come to needs to come to an end. And we will pray that it does. Speaking of prayers, tragedy yesterday on the Western Kentucky Parkway for some uh, local families. A Litchfield man has been killed in a multi-vehicle accident on the parkway yesterday morning about 820. First responders reported to the 103-mile marker of the Western Kentucky Parkway uh, after discovering there had been a loss of life in the accident. State police were requested for reconstruction purposes, and the accident involved 2003 Jeep Liberty and a 2016 Ford Fusion. I think a semi-truck was also involved uh, in some way. A Jeep Liberty being driven by 34-year-old Megan Renfro of Morgantown was traveling east when it crossed the median into the westbound lanes, struck the uh, Ford being driven by 31-year-old Dakota Parks of Litchfield. The impact propelled the Ford into the eastbound lanes uh, and where it bounced off a semi-truck and came to rest in the median. The Jeep left the roadway on the westbound side and um, Parks, um, Dakota Parks, uh, perished in the accident. He was pronounced deceased by the Grayson County Coroner's Office. The driver of the Jeep Liberty, the Megan Renfro, was transported by EMS to Owensboro Health with non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, maybe not external injuries, but you get involved in a uh, traffic fatality like that, you'll be, you know, you have some long-term uh, internal injuries as far as, you know, it has to be a traumatic experience for everyone involved there. So our prayers with those impacted. Kentucky Supreme Court ruled yesterday that the state's near-total abortion ban will remain in place while it reviews arguments by abortion clinics challenging the two state laws in what was the latest setback, legal setback for the two remaining clinics in Kentucky, both in Louisville. The state's highest court kept in place a recent lower court ruling that reimposed enforcement of the law in Kentucky. Um, the uh, court's Chief Justice John D. Minton noted the weight of the case in a dissent with its majority. So what they have decided is while we sort this out, we're going to enforce the law because until the Supreme Court does something, it's the law, it's the law of the land and there's no there's no denying that. So it's the law of the land. We obey the law until a court at some point and I would imagine it just continues to, you know, follow up the 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 chain of uh, courts there until there is a final ruling on the issue. Uh any of those proceed those those lives can't be regained while you sort it out in court. So they're erring on the side of enforcing the law until uh, they learn otherwise. Governor Bashir's administration has unveiled an initiative aimed at providing comprehensive, cost-effective care for people age 55 and older. People voluntarily enrolling will receive a variety of medical and social services. Bashir said it will expand services for people who otherwise qualify for placement in nursing homes. 
To qualify, participants must be 55 or older and be able to live safely in the community when enrolling. Most are duly eligible for Medicare and Medicaid and would be candidates for long-term care. So I guess what they're trying to do is diversify rather than put so much emphasis and pressure on long-term care. They're trying to find other alternatives. You know, For a long time, those long-term care facilities have been uh, maybe not conducive to people who are younger demographically, that maybe they have some challenges, that they need some help, but they don't they don't necessarily belong in a long-term care facility with someone who is of a more advanced age and requires higher care. So trying to figure out a, um, a, a better combination, and balance is a perfect word for that, a balance of services depending upon the need is something they will try and explore. How that works, what it costs, et cetera, I, I don't know, but it's at least something that they're going to attempt to try and figure out. A company that supplies an array of products has announced a new distribution center in southern Kentucky that will create 100 jobs. DAS, uh, COS Incorporated, distributes automotive supplies, travel gear, and mobile electronics, said it's investing $15 million on the new center in Simpson County. I'll bet you can see it from I-65. If you go through if you go through Simpson County, you Simpson know, County you, isn't that big too. You can yeah. see you can see those warehouses that are on you know both sides. So probably you can see within them. Yeah, because that's a good location too. The you're, general area, you're not that far from Nashville, not that far from Louisville, right there by Bowling Green. You're you're right there. That's right. I'm trying to think. Um, what else do I need to tell you about? Oh, so the Deshaun Watson thing. Um, they increased increased the games that he will sit out to eleven mm-hmm. and five million dollars, which seems like uh, by percentage a very small amount, uh, is, considering what his contract was. But yeah, it's two point eight percent of his guaranteed money. And and I was saying, kind of in the similar instance that we were talking with Southern Pennsylvania, it's just weird to hear he only got fined five million dollars. Yeah, I mean five million dollars is a lot of money when you hear. For us, it's like five million dollars. My goodness! But then two point eight percent of his guaranteed money is like, oh well, it, that's it's not a five a million dollar fine, and then it's about six hundred thousand dollars in in game earnings because the way they structured his contract, a lot of the guaranteed compensation is is deferred, so it's like ballooned at the end. And they probably did that by design, knowing that something like this was was on the horizon. But then other people, then they've made settlements. I don't know if he has made settlements. I know the the uh, Texans have made settlements. So. I don't. I don't know if it will. I don't know if people will be satisfied with this. But I will agree that what they did initially was too small. Is this enough? I don't know. Maybe they could have gone a little bit more. But when you go through arbitration, you are surrendering your ability to say no. It should be higher. It should be lower. Or, no, do it again. We didn't like that. Arbitration is uh, is arbitration. And then this headline stood out to me: Hip hop artist and owner of Georgia Brewery was kidnapped and shot. A member of Southern rap group Nappy Roots is recovering after being robbed and kidnapped outside the brewery he co-owns in Atlanta and later shot as he tried to get away. Law enforcement in Atlanta and Hapeville are searching for two suspects involved. Hapeville? Hapeville, H-A-P-E. I thought you said hate like H-A-T-E. There's there's some hate in Atlanta, Uh in the Georgia area, but but not in this part. The robbers then drove Adams to his home in the neighboring suburb of Hapeville, where he was able to escape, but not before being shot in the leg during a struggle. Now, Adams, who is originally from Milledgeville, Georgia, was transported to an area hospital in stable condition. Fellow Nappy Roots member... 
and Atlantucky, that's the name of their brewery they own together, mm-hmm. Atlantucky co-owner William Hughes, who performs under the name Skinny DeVille, said, told reporters that Adams is recovering. So, did you hear the part that he's recovering? Yes. He's recovering. Good news, Good. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he then did. that means I can tell this line. When they loaded him in the ambulance, Skinny DeVille looked at his partner and said, never underestimate you. <laughs> he didn't have a good day. I didn't. <laughs> no, he did not have, have a good day, but he's doing fine. we got to get to a break. This week's the inaugural seasonal Cooper Sports Report is coming right up here on In the Know. Look at her. She's a bad Today is hot and spicy food day. It is potato day today. So any variety of potatoes that I would like. Maybe I should have all the varieties of potatoes. Julienne, tots, french fries, baked, twice baked, mashed, whipped. So you can come up with all kinds of good ones. Do I? Sweet potatoes? Mm-hmm. I love sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're out of the regular potatoes. Kool-Aid Day is today. It actually begins an annual weekend celebration. So these are Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid Days that so last the entire weekend. Lord help if you're down to the lime. <laughs> it was a bad day in the Buckles house whenever we got down, when mom made the lime Kool-Aid. It was an, it was an indication we needed to go to the grocery because see they used to make them in the the box of the packets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you had the and the grape went first, and then the cherry, yeah, and the then red, there was a strawberry best. that was in there, and so there were very various ones. But when you got to the lime, it was like, oh no, can we go to the store? Nobody wants the lime. Does Alea like? Does she? I mean, has she had much Kool Aid? No. No, but she gets a fair amount. I mean, it's like she asked for lemonade the other night, mm-hmm. she saw. So she, she likes unicorn lemonade a whole lot. Uh, tomorrow is, speaking of lemonade day, it, tomorrow is National Radio Day. So uh, Shout out. celebrate accordingly. Tomorrow is Medical Transporters Day today, uh, tomorrow. Sunday is Senior Citizens Day. It's also Spumoni Day. And Sunday is also Brazilian Blowout Day today. On Sunday. So, Sunday is Brazilian Blowout Day. Question. I got some. So, this I, says oh, I do too. it's the hair smoothing process that mm-hmm. can take it from frizzy and out of control to soft and impossibly shiny in just one sitting. Now, if I walk into the salon and I ask for a Brazilian, I'm going to get a strange look and they're probably not reaching for the hair dryer, correct? Correct. All right, just checking. So, you're you going to be asked to go to another room. <laughs> You want to be careful about just uh-huh. asking for a Brazilian. Yes. You want a Brazilian blowout. That's what you're. Yes. That's what you're looking for. Here's day number ten of Where's Quacky. <laughs> if you if you entered yesterday by telling us where Quacky spent the day yesterday, we may be about to read your name, Vonnie Lindsay. Right. Yep. Vonnie Lindsay knew that Quacky spent the day at ECTC. Litchfield campus. Of course, Quacky did because Quacky went over to the ECTC Litchfield campus and told Cindy Carmen to come here. Mm-hmm. So while Cindy Carmen was here yesterday, we got to show you that. Now, you probably would have had to have been in this building. Mm-hmm. You probably have to be in the ECTC Litchfield campus building mm-hmm. to recognize this because it really doesn't say 
right? Yeah. There's nothing that says school building about this, but some impressive uh, artwork and photographs there. So congratulations, Vonnie. You now have your own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta, and you uh, have possibly won $1,000, and we know you've won a K105 T-shirt, so congratulations. Here's day number 10 of Where's Quacky? Where is Quacky spending the day here on this Friday in August? On our Facebook page, you will see this photograph. I and love un- it. Underneath the photograph, you need to add in the comment section where Quacky is spending the day. And then on Monday, we will tell you which of the correct answers wins. Day number 10 of Where's Quacky. Looks like this would be a place he'd enjoy. The Ducking Hunger Regatta. Mm-hmm. It, it absolutely does. The Ducking Hunger Regatta coming up September 5th. On Monday, it wraps up the Labor Day weekend. And we hope that you will sponsor all of the ducks. All of Quacky's friends get adopted for the Ducking Hunger Regatta. Tonight kicks off the high school football season. It's week number one of we've had, you know, fall sports underway for a couple of weeks with the return of school, but things get kicked off full force tonight with uh, with the um, week number one of uh, high school football. So I'm going to ask uh, Sam, but I did notice there are already two finals. Like the high school football season has already begun. Butler County is already 1-0 and on the year. Yeah, they beat the defending state runner-up from 1A, Russellville, last night, 31-6. to Am I right? What in the wide world of sports is going on? Official with... shortages. Really? So there's official shortages. Like Grayson last year had a game moved up to Thursday. It was one of the games last year, and I don't remember. But each year, I think it's going to happen almost every, at least once every season these teams are gonna to have to play a game on thursday because there just aren't enough officials because in a lot of instances your parents need to just quiet it right yeah people have been they effectively, don't get paid yeah they don't get paid have, enough to listen to your are we gonna to have to raise wages for officials is that they what they're gonna to have to do they, they don't get paid enough uh, that's what i say we're mm-hmm. gonna to have to pay more to incentivize people mm-hmm. to participate i mean would you go do it uh not for what they're uh, making exactly um i i had always thought about it. i would enjoy being a football official but mm-hmm. not but i also not going to take your nonsense no, but I will have to admit, if, if you were the official on the field, I'd have to be quite quite uh, abrasive towards you on the air. <laughs> okay. Right. No, it'd be that nothing personal, but just, just towards you. I got it. Uh, but the football season kicks off tonight as the Edmondson County Wildcats roll into town. So what time is the locker room show? 6.30. 6.30. Things will get started around 7. I was surprised. We're we're kind of knocking on the door. We're Next time you turn around, we're going to be talking about the 50th meeting between these two teams. I'm surprised they've met 46 times, or this will be 46. This will be the 46th time that uh, for the Tobacco Bowl between Grayson County and Edmondson County. And it, it's, I mean, what I love about a good rivalry, too, is that you, you can call certain games rivalries, but you look and it's a huge margin on this. I mean, Edmondson leads 24 to 21. That okay. shows that, I mean, you know, these games are always close. They're always good, and it should be exciting. And streakability in this contest? Like, Grayson County is on a decent streak. They've but won th- history says they're due for a loss, aren't they? Yeah, they've they? won three in a row, which they've done a couple of times. They've never beaten Edmondson four times in a row, though. Never. Okay. So, so basically an entire class at Edmondson County has never lost every year to Grayson County if you've went freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Like, Correct. You have three in a row, but they've never lost four in, the row, four in a row. But I'll ask you, I'll ask you later on that. 
is that streak is the streak likely to be broken tonight and turn into a streak oh, of not, four? I, I, You're not you, going to predict. You know, I don't predict. It's it's bad juju for the play by play guy to make position make predictions. Okay, but the Wildcats are coming off a winless season. The uh-huh. ca- I mean, the Cougars didn't burn it down four and seven last year, uh-huh. but. Goose egg in the win column for Edmondson County. First, let's start with Grayson County. What do we know about this year's Cougars? Hunter Felty is your starting quarterback. Right. If you watched the Cougars last year, you got to see him. He made uh, four starts, 22 of 32, 357 yards and five touchdowns. He also had 155 rushing yards. He was really impressive uh, running uh, running the ball, especially against Hopkins County Central last Friday in their scrimmages. He did a really good job running the read options, scrambling when he needed to. He dumped a couple of passes off. I think he was a really good game manager there. And then his his weapons, you're going to have Michael Wood. And Michael Wood, if you're an NFL fan, uh, Debo Samuel. Michael fo- Wood is playing in the NFL? Well, I'm, I'm using an oh, okay. explanation. Gotcha. Right. Go ahead. If you're a fan of the NFL, Debo Samuel is a player for the 49ers who they use as both a wide receiver and a running back at times. That's kind of what you're going to be seeing the Cougars use Michael Wood. You'll see him line up as the main running back, and then you'll see him spread out wide as well. Jaron Van Meter will also be one of the wide receivers. Waylon Bruce is the running back and fullback, and then another wide receiver. By the way, can I just say, that's a great football name. It is. Waylon. Waylon. I mean, well, Waylon Bruce, too. It's, absolutely. It's a, it's a I, I love the staccato of the Waylon Bruce. And then another wide receiver. You might know him. Grayson Chaffins. Vaguely familiar. Uh-huh. Uh, the one, His dad's a Hall of Famer, from what I hear. <laughs> yeah, the you mean Grayson Chaffins, the kid that's a foot taller than his dad? Yeah, pretty close. Okay, yeah, pretty close. So just yeah, checking. No, Go ahead. Uh, but that's that's your offense for Grayson County. The defense, a lot of those same names move over to the other sides, and you'll have another Chaffins on the defense as well, Colby Chaffins. Mm-hmm. So it's the Chaffins. They're going to be out there running the defense for Grayson. What do we know about Edmondson County? They have a new head coach. Zach Vincent is his name. He uh, served as an assistant under former head coaches Kyle Pierce and Nathan Smith. He graduated from Edmondson County, I think like 08, 09. He played for them as well. Talented player. He's been the leader of their middle school program, so he's kind of gotten promoted into leading the high school. And they're going to run the wing tee tonight, which is a broadcaster's worst nightmare. Yeah. Uh, it's just not fun. Misdirection. I mean, yes, just, it, yeah. that's what it is. And if, if they're fooling the fooling the team on the field, then you better believe that they're fooling the broadcaster. Right. And that's not fun at all. Um, quarterback, I know, still up in the air a little bit. We I haven't been able to discern who, who's actually going to start. It's down to two. Tyler Anderson and Peyton Keith are the starting quarterbacks. So we might see who just trots out with the first-team offense. And then your running backs, Michael Mills, Xander Bass, and Jude Clemens will be the running backs out of that wing T tonight for Edmondson. Have they been having a numbers problem in Edmondson County? Has it been a just getting the roster beefed up enough? I think it got also hurts. Players? I mean, this is your third head coach in three years. Yeah, that's sure. tough. That's tough. I mean, it doesn't matter what sport you're coaching. I mean, just trying to get some continuity, and hopefully they have that now with uh, Coach Vincent. Well, I guess the, what they're banking on is kids that were familiar with him coming through the middle school program. Mm-hmm. That familiarity gives confidence and can keep some numbers out there, but we'll see. Obviously, um, I mean, Edmondson County historically has had good success. I mean, there have been some pretty good teams over the past. I mean, just a couple of years ago, they, they went to the regional final, I believe. Right. Um, you have a new teammate? I do. Kaylor Decker. Is going to be the color analyst this year for Grayson County. He was the quarterback the past two years, the and QB QB one last year is now broadcaster two. Exactly, that's <laughs> that's a good way to good way to put it. But Kaylor right. is going to join in the booth. He had a little test run last week. Did a did a really good job. He'll bring good insight because I know I was talking with Coach Jones about it. He says he he knows me better than I know me sometimes when it comes to coaching. Mm, interesting. So I guess Kaylor is one of the few people who could overrule 
Brian Jones on the field. Like and, and, they can signal in the play, but that doesn't mean Kaler had to run it. Well, when I talked to Coach Jones, he says he realized that I'm his agent now, and I'm I'm looking for a Tony <laughs> Tony Romo deal. <laughs> and he pre- he pulled some Romos and was predicting some plays just because he knows Jones so well. So the other sports programs, you know, f- football fires up tonight and kicks off officially. But the other sports program's been uh, operating for a couple of weeks. Uh, golf, soccer, uh, volleyball. Uh, let's start with volleyball. What uh, what have they done so far this season? They opened up their season on Monday with a two to nothing win against Hart County. They are heading to, and I know you love tournament names, the Apollo SummerSlam tonight. SummerSlam. Slam, slam, SummerSlam. So they'll play two games tonight against South Warren at 6 o'clock and then Northeast High School, which is in Clarksville, Tennessee, Mm -hmm. at 7 o'clock. And then they'll come back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. and play Taylor County in Owensboro. You can't play volleyball at 8 a.m. That's that's early. It's it's un-American. But when I was talking to Coach Harris earlier in the week, she said she was excited about that because Taylor County's ranked preseason 21st in the state. So it'll be a good early test Get to, to see Lady where Cougars. you are. Yeah, and then they will play up to three more games tomorrow after the Taylor County game. But it's a, so they do a round robin, and then they seed you based on that and go mm-hmm. from there. So they'll find out who they play. Lady Cougar soccer team lost a couple this week. Yeah, they lost to Taylor County, Larue County, and then last night lost to Green County. On Monday, they will host Marion County. All right. Marion County. That's a team we don't like a program we don't see much out of. No. Very yeah, often. Don't over, make the trip over, over to Marion County. Boys soccer. I know they lost to uh LaRue County, but what did they do last night? Lost a close one. They had to go on base, lost to Fort Knox three to two. So it was a tight match and they, they just fell. They will be at Bullet Central Battle of the Cougars on Tuesday. Bullet Central. Sounds good. Well the golf golf team. I haven't heard much about it. I know you've uh, been quite a bit of Twitter activity been going on, but I haven't been able to absorb much. What's happening with golf? They uh, had a busy week. They faced Meade County and Ohio County. They're going to be playing tomorrow. The Cougar boys will at the Bearcat Invitational at Wild Turkey Trace Golf Course, which is, I believe, in Lawrenceburg, which would make sense because I think it's Anderson County Bearcats. Okay. Uh, what have we not touched on? Uh, we've not talked about cross country yet. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something cool like a hillbilly hoedown happening tomorrow or something. Uh, you had the Kentucky ending in a border clash was earlier in the week. Border clash. Is, not as cool as SummerSlam. Yeah, but. no, it's still solid in Owensboro. Cougars did really well. The Cougar boys tied for second overall. Peyton Nash second. Houston Brooks. I think that name might sound familiar to you as mm-hmm. well. Fifth. Jackson Croom 11th. And then the girls... Gracie Portman led the way with a 31st place. They're going to be tomorrow. I don't have it written down, so I don't remember. I think it's the Central Kentucky run for the showdown or something. Tomorrow is at the E-Town Sportsplex. They get to run under the lights there, which is cool because cross-country didn't necessarily get to do that that often. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, cross-country is normally early on Saturday as possible mm-hmm. because a lot of times it's still you know still hot. They try to get it, get it out and get it yeah, going. I think it's... Like 8.45 and 9.30 Eastern time is when the two races run tomorrow. So you're going to be settling into your new digs tonight. I know you all did some beta testing during the scrimmage last week, but uh, the renovated Cougar Stadium, if you will, uh, what about about your new broadcast vantage point? It's good. It'll take a little bit of time to get used to. Sight lines change a little bit. Yeah. I don't have the greatest view of the scoreboard. Going to have to maybe throw an elbow or something. I, I asked... I asked if we could maybe take out one of the pillars. They they said that that probably wasn't wasn't going to be something. That no, I mean I'd, I'll just call Superintendent Robertson uh-huh. uh, Robinson today. Um, we'll get one like the scoreboard at Jerry's World. Yeah, just that, a, that would above help. the. We'll just get one of those installed that so you can help. see the score or put one over on the opposing. Because if you're a visit, if you're an Edmondson County fan listening to. Uh, <laughs> you're in, in Hog Heaven tonight, right? Yeah, because there's a big there's a a lot larger. Uh, 
visiting bleachers yeah. as well, which will be really nice for you. It, it looks really nice over there. And if you haven't come out to see it and you're going to the game tonight, you're going to really enjoy it because it is really nice. It's much, much improved. Uh, the bleachers are a lot nicer. You don't feel like you're going to fall through it. When you climb up, there's handrails. It, it's it's really helpful, and there's even some ramps. So if stairs are a little bit more difficult for you, you can easily get up there and do it. Yeah, it looks uh, they've spent a lot of uh, time, effort, and and money on uh, bringing that into modern standards. That old press box, you know, really wasn't very conducive to having multiple people in there doing what they needed to do. But uh, we appreciate them uh, making those enhancements and their IT people being accommodating and uh, you know, Mr. Graybeal and all those folks. So. Thanks for that. We can watch the game tonight? Yep. On, we can listen uh, to the game tonight? 6.30 is the Locker Room Show. You can watch it on Viking 105 Digital Productions, Facebook, and YouTube. YouTube's, I think, one of the best options because you can do that to your smart TV. Oh, yeah. I like. I mean, I love it. I've been able to watch some of our coverage like in my office on my smart TV. I just put it mm-hmm. up there. And it's like, hey, it's just like, being at the, just like being at the being at the game if I can't make it out there. And then what else will K105 Digital Productions be doing sports-wise in the next Thursday, week? Thursday, we head to the Cougar Den for the first time as Butler County makes a trip for some volleyball action. 7.30 is first serve. Is that what we see? Is that how we say it? That I guess. Sound good to me? Yeah. First you, t- serve? you tell me. I don't know. Uh, so that'll be at 7.30 on Thursday. And then something to keep in mind next Friday, 8 o'clock is what time that game's going to be scheduled to kick off from Barron County. Okay. But it's it's going to be a lot later than that. So you might want to get your coffee ready. Gonna Just go a, ahead and make, make the trip to the store. Get your coffee ready for that game. It's going to be a late night at Barron County High School next Friday night, sounds like. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We're going to have uh, today's water cooler question. Your chance to win coming up here on In the Know. The K-105 105 Days of Summer. All summer. Brought to you by Future Designs on the Twin Lakes Best Mix. K-105. If sound could travel through space, the noise of the sun on Earth would be the equivalent of a train horn from one meter away. So from about three feet away, a train horn is what the sun would sound like if sound could travel through space. How do they know that? Uh, A very sophisticated calculation. They, is there a, is there I know, a, is I know. there an answer calculation that comes out as train horn? They Googled it, Sam. That's how they, they Googled mm-hmm. it, and that's mm-hmm. what Google told them mm-hmm. that it would be because Google With an abacus or something? is that smart. Here's today's water cooler question. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. Up for grabs today. We will uh, give you your choice of theme park tickets, or you can have tickets to the Lumineers on August the 31st. By the way, in case you're interested in seeing Sawyer Brown and Alex Miller September 4th at the Amphitheater at Valley Park, I think we're going to have some tickets to give away next week. So that will be next week for you to look forward to. But today, Lumineers or theme park tickets, but you've got to be able to answer today's water cooler question by texting the answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. Here's the question. It's probably most likely you'll do this at 6 p.m. than any other time. You are most likely to do this at 6 p.m. than any other time. 
what isn't. You're most likely to watch, you're most likely to do this at TV more than any other time. Is it is it something with TV? She thinks she thinks I gave it away, but I didn't. It's most likely you will do this at six PM than any other time of day. <laughs> do you do this at six PM? Uh, probably if I'm gonna do it, I probably do. So if you're going to do it. Yep. Okay, so the weekend movie premieres. That gets away my two answers here. If you're heading out to the cinema this weekend, new fare for you to choose from, Beast Dominion. Huh? Yeah, Beast Dominion, R-rated adventure horror film, Idris Elba. Come on, Idris. Be in better movies. You don't need to be in horror movies. Spin Me Round stars Aubrey Plaza, Allison Brie, and Debbie Ryan. I know. Um, I know almost all those. It's a not rated, not rated romance comedy in a limited release. What do you mean not rated? I thought they all had to be related. You can do the not rated part? No, I knew I knew all of the uh, actresses. Yeah, I understand, but I mean, when they say a movie is not rated and it's coming out in the theater today, I thought they all had to be rated. <laughs> I don't know. And then the Immaculate Room... Is a sci-fi mystery and limited release starring Emil Hirsch, Kate Bosworth, and Ashley Green. Well, snooze fest all the way around on all those. Thank you. No, thank you. Hmm. Willie Nelson reveals that he had COVID-19, and he said, I had a pretty rough time with it. He said, I had a nebulizer on the bus. I started everything. Oh, that's his wife, Annie, what she said. I started everything I could at that point, including uh, Paxlovid. He had the monoclonal antibodies. He had steroids. We turned around, turned the house into a hospital. There were a couple times when I wasn't sure he was going to make it. It took six days before Nelson was on the road to recovery. Listen, Willie was having a hard time before COVID-19. Well, yeah, and I'm I'm sure some of the other things that he partakes in may have helped. Yeah, so I just... Um, <laughs> It was, um, so he said he had a pretty rough Singing time. country music? Yeah, is that that's it. Singing mm-hmm. country music. Picking and grinning. Uh-huh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has big plans for expanding the DC universe with the superhero Black Adam. So the goal is to really expand the universe and introduce new characters and spinoffs and be really strategic about the plan. We have a few ideas of what characters people are really going to respond to in Black Adam. So And so we're already thinking ahead. So... There's a clash coming then, right? So will The Rock, will he put Marvel, DC up against Marvel where they can have a true clash? Will he partner with Disney where they can have an all-out DC Marvel superverse? I don't know if that's a thing. I'm no, just using words. It, I'm just using words that I've heard about superheroes uh, and thinking they might make sense. You need Yukon Cornelius for this conversation. I was going to say, get, get I his, mean, does get anybody his really care? But he does, right? Dennis does. I I think I just heard him scream from First Baptist Church right now hearing you (laughs) say that. I'm Team Marvel because Marvel is a Disney brand. But you don't have anything. I mean, you don't watch any of it. No, I don't. But I like like The Rock. I love Mm -hmm. The Rock. And so I'm going, Do you like Batman? No. Um, You don't like Batman? Superman? No. Wonder Woman? Oh, yeah. Well, she's DC. Who who doesn't? (laughs) I mean, so... um, I just, 
I would kind of like to think, well, is there a way to, is there enough room in the sandbox where Disney and The Rock could get together and say, I'll bring my action figures and you bring your action figures and we'll have a play date and they can just all duke it out. I think that you ought to be able, I think that's the world I want to live in where those action heroes can work together. What's the Hulk? He's Marvel. He's Marvel? Yeah, because he's, he's one of the Avengers. Yeah, my friend when I was little had the coolest Hulk castle or whatever it was. I'm sure it wasn't called a castle, but a Hulk castle. Are you sure it wasn't Skeletor Grayskull? Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, because that's the castle. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. think Hulk had a castle. I what think the Hulk, Hulk lived in a yeah, hole think, in the ground. Yeah. Okay. I well, think, maybe uh, Skeletor then, but it was really cool. <laughs> well, the Hulk was a professor. What? The Nutty Professor? Uh-huh. Okay. Well. David Banner. Uh-huh. David Banner was not the Nutty <laughs> Professor. Uh-huh. The Nutty Professor is Eddie Murphy. I, I think I can just. <laughs> I can hear if Dennis is watching right now. He is. <laughs> I've just scrambled his brain. We've just scrambled his brain. Like he, he is, may be having heart palpitations. I think I hear him driving here right now. He's gonna come flying over the hill. Some bad news: the famed upstate New York hotel that inspired Dirty Dancing is destroyed by fire. A famed resort that served as the inspiration for Dirty Dancing was consumed by a fire nearly 35 years after the film premiered. On Tuesday, firefighters responded to a blaze at a building that was part of the since-abandoned Grossinger's Catskill Resort in Liberty, New York. Now, this is not where they filmed the movie. This is what inspired the movie to be written. The, The resort they filmed the movie at is actually, I believe, in West Virginia. And it's over in that area. It's over in, like, Appalachia and that. So the exteriors that you see don't, in your mind, think, well, all those are gone. But what inspired the movie is gone. And it was the setting was in the Catskills, but it was actually filmed somewhere else. Let me see if we have um, winner. Uh, 8627. New uh, order food delivery. Mm. 8627 order food delivery was the correct answer. Did you all come up with that one? Uh, I put get takeout. So mm. all right, get well, takeout. I That's, had that, eat that wins. Big, at the beginning, but you okay. said if. Like- no, no, I said if, yeah. yeah. Order order food delivery is the right. correct uh, is the correct answer. So congratulations there. We gotta get to a break when we come back. Got point to ponder, pearl of wisdom, chart toppers. We'll wrap it up for the week here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. I wrote this down hours ago, and I don't even have my own answer, so hopefully you all can bail me out. If you had a weekend theme song, what would it be? What's so hard about that is... I get weekend theme songs whenever I want. Like, I play them all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you get to play, it's like, oh, this song means the weekend. Like, Lonely is the Night. That's a Friday song. So, that's usually an extension of me in some way. So, it's really hard for me to say, here's my weekend theme song. I have no idea. You know, like on Friday, I always use a Sanford and Son theme uh, for the show promo. Because uh-huh. just weekend kind of feels like Sanford and Son. Wah, 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 wah. Wah, 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 wah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I no? don't know why. <laughs> why are you looking at me funny? I, I, Doesn't that sound sound like my weekend? <laughs> it reminds me of my undi- but, um, my Monday afternoons. Oh, okay. Ba-na, ba-na. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Sorry. Sam? Yeah, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of something. 
Right now, I, I, I don't even have the weekend on my mind. I've just got Friday night on the mind. Sam's weekend song is the Monday night football theme. Bum, 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 bum. I mean, I could say the bum, 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 bum. Big Ten on SEC theme. Or, uh, Big oh, Ten gosh. on CBS I heard, theme. So that, by the way, uh, that was a discussion on KSR yesterday that I, I am going to hate the SEC playing on ABC. I just don't like ABC, period. And what, having to watch the U.K. football games on ABC is going to be. And not getting that CBS, watching the SEC at 2.30 Central Time on Saturday afternoon and not hearing that music is it, Well, you'll still be able to hear the music mad. at CBS on 2.30. I don't want watch the Big Ten. No. I mean, you don't want to watch it. Northwestern against Rutgers? I would not. We're running behind. I better get to the television schedule. Secret Celebrity Renovation is on CBS tonight. CMT Campfire Sessions featuring the Old Crow Medicine Show on CMT. The TLC 90 Day Fiance tonight. Oh, bonus scenes. Is this something you, you're going <laughs> to yes, watch for sure? but I'm not going to complain on air. But okay. Season 9 cast members relive their biggest moments. Our new TV setup. Doesn't it t- say Big Ten to you? It does not. It says the opposite of Big Ten. <laughs> it says Big Zero. You didn't like season nine of the fiance show? Yes, but the bonus scenes or the um, uh, the other one, the pillow talk, we don't get anymore. Oh. So it's very frustrating. What channel is it on? It's still... TLC or Discovery, but for whatever reason, I, I, it's not now's not the time to replace. <laughs> I just want to keep keep rolling. Cold Case Files A and E season three premiere. Dating the Delaney's on Hallmark. House oh. House of the Dragon the series premiere on uh, Sunday on HBO. Big Brother is on CBS. They'll nominate uh, two more uh, head of household. Nominates two fellow house guests tonight. Sunday. Oh, uh, sorry. That's the weekend television. <laughs> sorry, no, the I'm old, like the only right. thing. The only thing to watch tonight's the Tobacco Bowl. Today's highlight in history: this day in 1968, tribunal in Moscow convicted American U2 pilot Francis Gary Powers of espionage. Caesar Augustus, Rome's first emperor, died this day in AD 14. Birthdays today: Bill Clinton is 76. Gerald McCraney is 75. Gerald McCraney is currently the head of NCIS Los Angeles. He also delivered the Pearsons on This Is Us. He also was Mike's on Mike and Molly, his mother's main squeeze. Uh, he was also on, what's it, Simon and Simon? Jerry McCraney on Simon and Simon. He had a long career, still working. Peter Gallagher is 67. Uncle Jesse is 59. Wow. Not Uncle Jesse from the Dukes of Hazard. Oh. Uncle Jesse from Full House. Okay. John wow. Stamos is 59. Leanne Womack is 56. Tabitha Soren is 55. Matthew Perry is 53. Clay Walker is 53. Shout out to Fat Joe. He's 52 today. Orville Wright, born in 1871. Coco Chanel, born in 1883. Gene Roddenberry, born in 1921. Willie Shoemaker, born in 1931. I think yesterday was um, Patrick Swayze's birthday, the anniversary of his birth. And I think I forgot to mention it yesterday. I, I did see today 
Today, apparently, it wasn't in your Today Is, but it's National Talk Like Jar Jar Binks Day. Oh, I saw that, too. <laughs> my my problem, my impersonation of Jar Jar Binks, you know, is a Misa is stupid. It turns into, though, I want to somehow put Mush Mouth from Fat Albert with Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it turns into Misa stupid. Hey, Bamamba, Mipa got to go to the bathroom, baby. And so those, like, run together. So I try not so, to talk like Jar Jar Binks. Do, do I have to do the entire game like Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Only if Kaler does like Mush Mouth from Fat Albert. <laughs> By what the way, this song, this song was... <laughs> Do or do or not, there is no try. Little Star by the Elegance, number one in 58. That'd be a good uh, good key to the game. Do or do not, there is no try. Right? Do or do not, there is no try. Aretha Franklin, number one in 67 with Baby, I Love You. Let's go to 1976. And wings, let them in. Our second wings song this week, I think. Someone's knocking at the door. Nobody's ringing the bell. Come on. Someone knocking at the door. Somebody ringing the bell. Do me a favor. Do 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 do. Nineteen eighty-five. Huey Lewis. And the news. You can always trust the news when it comes from Huey Lewis. <laughs> Power of Love. From my Back to the Future soundtrack. You know, Huey Lewis and the News might be my weekend soundtrack. I can. Oh, what about. Is this the Brad? Functified. Is this a good song? Do we like that song? Do we not like that song? There's one person in the room that can answer that. And that's, uh, I mean, it's that's all right. I was asking. She didn't seem to react to nah. it when it played, so it must be a non-starter. Oh, 2003. Alan Jackson, Jimmy Buffett, 5 o'clock somewhere. Can we just get to the Jimmy Buffett part? By the way, I hate this part. This is I hate the end of this song. Have you ever seen Buffett live? Oh, yes. Yes. Are you a parrot head? Most of Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Do you remember seeing Jimmy Buffett live? Oh, of course, yes. Sam. Are you, kind of, <laughs> you throwing shade on my behavior? No, I just Sam, am throwing shade more at everyone that goes to I am clear Jimmy headed. Buffett. Clear eyes, full of heart, can't lose. Whistle, flow rider. Oh, goodness. That's a heck of a transition from Jimmy Buffett to that. My problem with this 5 o'clock somewhere is at the end, they don't know when to stop because they keep talking. Like, they record it in different studios. Uh, keep it between your navigation, navigational beacon. Okay, let's go. And they said, oh, yeah, let's go. I'm out of here. I'm out of here, too. See you tomorrow. See you next week. And it's like, well, you all shut up and let the song end. Mm-hmm. All right, NBC Pearl of Wisdom for today. Cougar yep. football, 630? 630's locker room show kick at 7. Okay, we're doing our East Kentucky uh, flood relief uh, collection tomorrow. That'll be on K105 Digital Productions as well. And so, anyway, uh, go Cougars. Hopefully they uh, keep the tobacco stick tonight. Let's hear it, Chris. Making their go Cougars, fourth, right? fourth in a row <laughs> for the Cougars. first time in school history. <laughs> MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Success is like wrestling with a gorilla. 
You don't quit when you're tired. You quit when the gorilla is tired. Success is like wrestling with a gorilla. You don't quit when you're tired. You quit when the gorilla is tired. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.